0: Dear Nate, It's been a few weeks now since I left Tezra, and I figured it was only right that I explained myself giving how we left things after Marilla. Looking around the room that night, I realised that my place at that time wasn't with you or anyone. You already had so many people to take care of you. It felt like you didn't really need me. I'm not sure if you remember, but when she left me her copper rabbit... It came with instructions. She told me that I wasn't meant for Tezrap To go out into the world, make sure it knew my name. But after everything that happened, I had to remember who I was first. So I've returned to the Grove. And even though it's only been a few months since I left, things are not at all like I remember.
1: Cloda, there's a knock on the door. You hear a very, very sharp, firm, confident Nana moon knock. And from the other side of the door, you just say, Clodagh.
0: Y- yes, Nana? Oh, good, you're up. I-, I assumed
1: that, you know, you had, you know, slipped into a coma. Would it be 11 o'clock in the morning?
0: No, no Nana.
1: Okay. Do we fancy maybe
0: venturing out of the bedroom
1: today at all? You know, it it being approximately 72 hours since you returned
2: to the grove and hid under the covers?
0: I'm not hiding, Nana. I was just... relaxing.
1: Ah well, consider yourself fully relaxed, girl. There's a mountain of laundry that needs to be doing. I need prickleberries from the market. Your grandfather needs his toenails cut, and well, I, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure your father has eyes on you uh, rejoining the Grove Guardians. So hop hop, we gotta get you know that back rolled out and uh, all stretched out.
0: I I can't say no, can I?
1: Oh, you can, but uh, I mean, it wouldn't be doing you any favours, Gerline.
0: No, are you sure?
1: I'm absolutely positive about that. You do not want to incur my wrath today.
0: Okay, let's go. Uh,
1: despite her obviously not veiled threats, there's something really <laughs> comforting in hearing your Nana from the other side of the door. When you think back to it, and when you first found yourself on the edges of the grove, uh, northeast of Tesra uh, Many, many days travelling on foot. You headed in the direction of the Hagstooth Mountains, Cloda, and there was sort of a, a hesitance. When you first saw it into view on the horizon, there was that hard lump in the back of your throat, the pit in your stomach of, yeah, no, I'm definitely doing this, I'm definitely going home <laughs> and when you when you even found yourself on the, the border of the forest and the canopy of the trees that have kind of even swallowed the, the peak of the mountain that first footstep from the the dusty road onto the forest floor you can't help but think about how people would react seeing you and it is that thing of you start to kind of wonder how are your mother and father going to feel how is Nana going to feel what kind of questions they're going to ask? What about your your companions in the grove, people that you grew up with? How are they going to react? Those are the thoughts that occupied your mind on that first day, on that first journey back into the grove. And you'd kind of lost yourself in them. Give me a survival check. No, thank you. <laughs> oh, okay. You don't survive. <laughs> no. Rick. Fifteen it's that thing of you look around you stop and you're like you kind of push the thoughts away and you quickly realise I've kind of lost my bearings I'm not supposed to be this isn't and you start to look around and the the grove lets itself lets anybody that it deems worthy or of uh, good intentions or pure hearted or even there's There was even talk that even those with supreme gifts, like magic power, had even been able to suppress the magic of the grove at times. But the grove uh, has always let those who needed to find it pass through the woods safely. Not hiding the path, not obscuring it, not making it more difficult with brush and briar and boulder. You've kind of found yourself turned around. And when you do... The grove, the woods here seem darker and it's, it is sort of late afternoon rolling into an early evening, but it's a lot darker than it should be. It's kind of mid autumn. It is naturally getting darker and mm-hmm. you can see the sky overhead kind of shifting colors,
2: but the woods themselves, the, the earth the trees—they all feel a little colder, as if, as if something is sort of uh, hidden in the shadows. Um, are there any like animals around? You don't see any immediately. You don't hear any actually.
0: Okay, she's going to take out the copper rabbit. And summon copper,
2: sort of with the copper rabbit to your side. You
1: kind of take it off the the kind of the loop you had to get the the walking stick on. Uh, you, you you don't need the walking stick. You, you and and it, it was a, it was a wonderful momentum to be given and to be gifted by Marilla. Yeah. But it is that thing of every time you kind of looked at it, your heart grew a little heavier. It wasn't until I got the days into it that you kind of you you really let yourself. Look at it, survey it. You'd seen Marilla use it, obviously everywhere she went. it went with her, particularly in those last few weeks. now, though in your hands, it feels oddly heavy and on that first night when you had settled in off the road and found a little camp, and you don't you're not quite
2: sure how, but at some stage, there was a, 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 a just a puff of magic
1: and puff is the word because it was kind of a very sound (laughs) that just sort of wheezed around you they were immediately followed by the strong smell of dragon snuff tobacco and a plume of smoke just sort of exhausted out of the copper rabbit and swirled around you and bounding Around the little campfire, leaning in to light a rather fat little cigar, you see a spectral glowing rabbit. He introduced himself as Copper. Marilla's familiar, and, and now you're familiar, your companion and guide. And he explained to you uh, somewhat of the abilities that the Copper Rabbit possessed, that over the next couple of days and weeks, as you attuned to the item, you would find your magical abilities honed. Marilla, an artificer, had been crafting items to focus and refine her magical abilities. And it is that thing when you find yourself now in the grove um, alone and a little turned around, you run your fingers along the Copper Rabbit and that familiar scent of dragon snuff Uh, and the, the little, you can even almost hear his footsteps, uh, and the leaves kind of crinkling underneath it. And from just around a tree, leaning into it with his arms kind of folded, you see the small chubby figure of copper, a celestial rabbit, a cigar in his mouth.
0: You know, that stuff will kill you.
1: Already dead, Clona, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, 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 yeah. No!
2: Kill me. (laughs) It's medicinal.
0: Um, I could use your help.
2: (laughs) It's Cloda. Clear. Obviously.
0: Well, come on. I'm, I'm lost. Okay. I should be able to find my way home.
2: Oh,
1: we're still doing that?
0: What do you mean?
1: What else could we be doing? I kind of just thought we wouldn't go back to the place that you ran away from.
0: I didn't run away.
2: Sorry, sorry, sorry that you stole away from in the middle of the night without telling your parents. Copper, can oh, we I'll do dear. this again? Fine. Fine, 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 fine. So, you're lost. Okay. Have you tried I retracing didn't... your steps?
0: No, I... The door should be here. Like, this is um... where it was when I left.
1: Well, I mean, if you Why just would it chop... move? If you chop down the tree, we could probably wiggle no, it into no, a door. No, no,
0: no. Something
1: doesn't feel right. He props himself up from the tree and you actually see him sort of bring his two front paws up. He tilts his head back and his long floppy ears just fall back. And at, at the tip of his head, you do see kind of light begin to kind of coalesce and sparkle. He sees you kind of smirk and he kind of shoots you with a look. What did we say?
0: Don't mention the horn.
1: Thank you. You see his, 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 his little nose and his cheeks kind of puff and sniff and huff and his whiskers even twitch a little bit. Uh, Clodagh? Mm-hmm? You never mentioned that you, uh, came from a horrible, evil place.
0: No. What? No, I don't. I come from a wonderful place.
1: Then why is that shadow coming out of the tree to kill you? Give me an initiative roll.
0: What? (laughs) You fucking dickhead. Ha, not 20.
1: (laughs) Ah. Stupid copper. Copper kind of gestures at a a tree behind you, and as you kind of spin around, just almost tearing itself away from the the trunk of a fir tree, you see this shadowy form. It's not... It's humanoid-esque. It's kind of... You can kind of see where it's trying to pull together shadows, uh, and it's ripping them from rocks, it's ripping them from the ground, and it's trying to piece together this shadow of of a person, of a a being. You remember stories that your father told you of the the rot and the the fiends and the creatures that lived in the wilds that the Grove Guardians kept the villagers safe from. This looks to be like a new one, like something that's just kind of forming. With your nat 20, you get a free action and then your action, copper, and then it will move.
0: Uh, So I'm going to try... Word of Radiance first, which okay. is a con save of 13.
1: Okay, that's a 15 straight. Ah,
0: I'm going to try Guiding Bolt, which is, I think, also Radiant. I'm just figuring like light, dark, shadow, whatever. Um,
2: so 19 to hit. Yeah, the 19 hits. And then that's 15
0: Radiant damage.
1: Uh, bonus action?
0: And I will Bardic Inspiration copper. So then copper is going to light bolt. Okay. (laughs) Who? Might need that Bardic Inspiration Uh, An 11 to hit.
1: 11 does not hit.
0: Okay. One second. (laughs) Does a 14 hit?
1: Yeah, uh, I'm going to be I'm going to be. Yeah, uh, we're going to be a stickler on only because I've given you the outcome before. No, that's fair. Yeah. I don't, and I, and I don't think I have across you either. So no, you didn't. Uh, okay, oh, yes. no, just kidding. Cut you with me, bye. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking um, As Kotori is, I think you you see this uh, this energy, the shadow, kind of just tear itself away from the tree, and it does. It looms sort of towards you, kind of concentrating. First, you you try and remember what was it that your father said. What was the what was the what was the spells? What were the attacks? What works against the rot? And immediately you just draw on energy, and uh, as you as you do, it's not fully refined. As your word of radiance doesn't quite the magic doesn't quite catch and hold. Uh, with that sort of just throwing out your left hand, a just a a very very quick sharp uh, spear of light just flies from your fingertips. Uh, it zooms between the trees uh and then strikes the shadow straight into uh the chest. And as you do looking down at copper, you do see that the, the horn at the top of his head starts to glow and humming to yourself, uh you allow your energy to mingle with his. You do see his his fluff kind of like do that kind of kind of thing. <laughs> as the as the magic sort of like just mingles with his. And from the tip of his horn, there is just this flash of light. It's that thing of the magic connects, but it's not strong enough to actually harm. The shadow kind of just kind of lurches forward. And with that kind of you just see one of its its arms, like a tendril of darkness, just sort of rise, and that's a 15 to hit. And yeah. Okay. Take four necrotic damage as it's 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 strange that it's it, that first sensation is ice and cold, and then you realize it's more than that. It's actually an emptiness. Give me a Constitution saving throw.
0: Mm, 18.
1: You shake it off, and as you do, it is your action.
0: She's just getting a bit annoyed now that she can't remember exactly what her dad taught her to do. So instead of <laughs> Using what seemed to work, she's going to try and shatter it. So it's a con save of 13 again.
1: I got an at 20.
0: No, you fucking didn't. I did.
1: <laughs> I hate you. So I'm look, hands are here. Uh, and I'm going to take a little snapshot.
0: Boop. So she gets for letting her emotion for no limit.
2: Okay. Uh, roll the damage for me. Okay. Five. Ten. Fifteen. 19. So, 9. Bonus action? yeah. Copper?
0: Is going to lightbolt again, I guess? Okay,
2: making a jackbolt.
0: 22? Did it 22 hit?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, 22 hits.
0: Okay, amazing. So it's 7 piercing damage and 12 radiant damage.
1: As you sort of shrug off uh, this creature's touch, and it's there, it's lingering, you... You concentrate on the tree that it it sort of pulled itself from, and you focus very, very hard. And just sort of gritting your teeth, you find the sound. And you pull it, you stretch it, and you cast that magic out as the tree explodes. Chunks of rotten timber, branches, dirt, stones are just blown outwards from that space. And as the Shadow White sort of... Is, it's just ripped by this debris. Copper squats low, wiggles his nose, and the horn just gets brighter. Uh-huh. And as he does, Clodagh, you see just the light just explode out from it as he casts the Light Bolt once again. And the small space, this, this grotto that you've kind of found yourself in, this clearing in the trees, is lit up. And as the Shadow Creature is just engulfed in light you see six more tear themselves away from the rocks Mm -hmm. and the dirt and the ditch and they swarm you are surrounded
0: I think it's time to try and run away
1: (laughs) Copper kind of like turns his head and looks shit, you think you think now is the time Cloda, maybe we should just kind of like I mean I'm, listen I'm to... I
0: handled one of them before it was fine but I can't handle six but no
1: I no, like Cloda, to be fair I, I I did that one
0: I didn't need your help
1: before I mean Copper 1 oh sorry who, who conjured me because they needed my help oh, that was
0: for a different oh, help oh
1: Copper can you help me uh, uh, sure <laughs> Clodagh sure yeah, yeah 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 whatever can we just go yes as I said you are surrounded so when you go to run you are going to take an attack of opportunity from at least one of these creatures
0: not if I use Bam of Peace not
1: if I use Bam of Peace <laughs> <laughs> Cooping, uh Copper up and even though he's a a spiritual celestial
2: mm.
1: shithead um
2: yes.
1: um he keeps protesting that he's not a rabbit that he's an Almirage. but you know um uh, called the copper rabbit you uh kind of is that thing of it where you squat low you grab him uh he's in your arms and just exhaling a breath you find a stillness even though your heart is pounding you can feel the pulse racing through you it's almost it's, it's at the tips of your fingers you find a quietness and you move and you watch as the shadows are just sort of they're drifting they almost look like sheets on a clothesline, just drifting as the wind kind of brings them back and forth. Their forms just beginning to kind of take shape. As you turn to move anywhere, anywhere away from here, that breath, the, the remnants of it just sort of passing through your lips, you move between two of these shadowy manifestations. They don't react. And when you clear their encroaching circle you just dart past them and as you start to run you hear them behind you they they start to move and there is just this sort of deathly call and you've heard that before it's the thing that when the rot was at its strongest in the grove that that sound felt a little louder a little closer for comfort than anyone in the village would ever admit to copper Yeah.
0: Can you you sense the door?
1: Can can I? Can I? uh, And he kind of pops his head out and he kind of looks around. Uh, I haven't been here before.
0: Uh, 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 Can you sense any sort of barrier that you could teleport us through?
1: Okay, good. I'm not sensing any door. I'm not sensing any sort of barrier. But I am sensing that we are about to get murdered by six of those awful shadowy things. So, you wanna?
0: We're not gonna get murdered. We're not. She's just like. We're not going to get murdered. We're not going to get murdered. I'm right outside the grove. I'm sure we'll find the guardians any second now. Any second now. This is their job. They're supposed to defend people from these things.
1: Um, Guardians. (laughs) Huh? guardian. Just going to just appear out of nowhere. What? Fine. I'll just take myself away then shall I huh? no need no. oh Nana moon. no no can't. I'll go she's... get the garage. God forbid Nana come and help
0: <laughs> she sprints to her Nana and gives her the biggest tightest hug
1: oh would you, would you be careful you're about to crush my pickleberries what are you, what are
0: you... I... my, my basket so, I'm... I'm so happy to see you I can't find the door and she's just going to start crying yeah. what
2: well
1: maybe we should and you see here, sort of like angling she, she's she's holding in her arms and she can see behind you and she can see the rot and the shadows kind of coming closer okay I can kind of see now maybe and you see like there's a tingling Clota uh, like there's a you definitely feel magic okay. from behind you there is a wash of light <laughs> that's taken care of
0: <sighs> well, how did you do that
1: oh hang, hang, on, hang on hang on hang on take her take me where they are I'm, I'm oh,
0: she's gonna grab for him
1: oh she's oh uh, she's, you're awful skinny what were they feeding you what were you eating
0: not a lot <laughs> actually I was mostly cooking for other people
1: ah uh, far from you ever cooking a meal for your old Nana but sure if I you cook for absolute strangers that's grand
0: Nana I will cook you whatever you want for dinner if you just tell me what you did to get rid of those?
1: Oh, just a simple moonbeam.
0: Okay, well, I can't do that, so...
1: Well, maybe if you'd step around your lessons?
0: Maybe Mr. Astor will teach me now.
1: <sighs> oh, Oh,
2: yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah,
1: of course. No, he's... He's not holding on to your resentment to the fact that you left without telling him. That'll be fine. You... Hmm?
0: No, nothing. Okay, you take my basket. She takes her basket.
1: No, Claudia, this is the light one. Uh, uh, and she kind of... She gestures over with her foot <laughs> and she taps the, uh, There is just a wicker basket with these small, plump, green berries. You, you recognise uh, an overflowing
2: basket of pickleberries anywhere?
0: Uh, yeah, she goes to pick it up. So, why can't I find the door? We well, moved it. Why? Well, you know,
1: the rot, the grove. Always got to stay one step ahead of the whole thing. Come on, I'll, I'll show you. I'll show you.
0: Uh, okay. And... Um...
1: Now, don't drop a pickleberry.
0: Uh, I, I I won't. Um, Twelve.
1: Twelve copper pieces it is now for a small bush of of pickleberries.
0: That's outrageous, Nana.
1: Oh, well, you're done. <laughs> well, I know what we'll be doing tomorrow. I'm going to be bringing you down to the marketplace and you can talk to Sheila.
0: E- sh- that sounds wonderful. Um, how, how is everyone? I'm sure they're going to be
1: absolutely delighted to see you. And they won't have any questions about how you stole away in the middle of the night and never really told anybody that you were going.
0: I told you?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. and I immediately told everybody.
0: Why don't I believe you?
2: Oh, you have to believe me. I'm your nana.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So. Should we get going?
2: Yeah, she's already kind of, like, plodding along.
1: And she opens up her arm to kind of link yours.
0: Are you sure this basket only has pickleberries in it?
1: I have, hit... I, 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 what else would be in it, Clojure?
0: Um no, I don't know. Maybe yeah,
1: exactly. You don't know, just... so you won't ask okay. any questions. Okay. And if the if the Grove Guardians try to search the basket, I need you to faint.
0: Uh, but obviously protect You're... the basket on my way down.
2: You're obviously. Yeah, very fragile.
0: Okay. Well, I'm glad some things never change.
1: The, yeah, there's a very loud clinking coming from the basket <laughs> as you as you as. <laughs> and she's eyeing it very like <laughs> she does she Nana leads you back it's only a short walk from where you found her or she found you or you're not you're not quite sure uh, but along the way she's kind of catching you up uh, on all the the village gossip Ushin has been made captain of the guard Trep is still there Prep. Uh, yeah, uh, and Aster is still teaching, though he's concerning himself more with his uh, apprentice. Mm-hmm. She talks about your father and your mother, and kind of like and like that it, it is sort of dancing around. She's asking you the odd question about you know what you got up to, to. Her eyes occasionally drift to the scar on your face, but she doesn't say anything. She's not great at hiding her emotions, Nana Medemun. Why bother? That's where I got it from. Uh, She's—you—you can—you do see a little—you see a, a lot of concern and worry, but also a sense of relief that you're home, that you're here. And as she waddles a pair of you up the uh, the worn rows to the grove gates, uh, it'll be all right.
0: I hope you're right. Yeah.
1: Well, it better be. I dealing... you
0: on side. Oh, no.
1: Oh, no. No, 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 no. I I'll, uh, I'll like to play the field a little closer before I settle. <laughs> oh. uh. Well, it's just us, definitely. When
2: there's other people around, I'll kind of see what the flow of the room and the mood is, you know. Okay. Yeah. Anna likes to hedge her bets. hmm I remember. Mm-hmm. Good girl. Now, watch the basket.
0: Takes a deep breath.
2: As you approach, you do you see two people
1: up uh, on a, uh, a, a ledge, like within the tr- in, in in the tree. In front of you, there are these. It's it's at first it, it's it's the natural barrier of the woods themselves. These large roots that sort of coil and and twist. And as you approach, they untangle and unfurl and make way. And when they do, behind them, you do see a reinforced, large, heavy, rust brown gate. Um, and with that, you hear kind of a whistle from the, the tree line overhead, and someone calls out, it's Nana Metamoon. And I think Cloda, the gates open, and already there is a small cloister of villagers, grove guardians, all kind of coming to oh, look. No. It's Grant, head down, mind the basket, head down. Hello, cut, ah, oh, oh, look at you all. I'm fine. Like I said, I've got Clodagh, I've got my pickle berries. Now, um, I'm very tired, and I, I, I have. I just want to get back now and have a nice little supper. And uh, Clodagh, will you show your nana the way home? Oh, my memory! It's. it's oh, I'm as tired. I'm as frail.
2: Hang it up, girl! Come on, bring her Nana up! Yeah,
0: of course, Nana. I, I'm so sorry. I, 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 I'm really, I'm, I'm so happy to be home. But I'll, I'll oh, speak she's to you so happy tomorrow. to be
1: home! Oh, yeah, she talks to you to her loads of answers to those burning questions we've had for months on Clodas' whereabouts. No doubt, no doubt at all. Yeah, Nana, it's, not, it's not, like it's not on, like Nana. she's going to squirrel it's, her away inside her room and stay there for three days straight. It's not like she's going to do that at all.
0: No, yeah. definitely not. I'll be out and about to see everyone. Tomorrow, when I get uh,
1: you home. Ah, uh, uh, she's a very good girl. That's good. We, we raised her well. Well, except for that one event where she, you know, stole away from the Grove and didn't tell anyone that she was leaving. <laughs> but that, that's a different thing. And we're all, we're all allowed a mistake. And she's, she's like, the crowd are like, what the hell is going on? Just the one. <laughs> in the crowd, uh, give me a perception check. 23. You're keeping your eye to the ground, or at least you're keeping your, your head down. But occasionally, Clodagh, as you kind of look up to kind of scan the crowd to see if you recognise any faces, you see standing on his tippy toes, Trepp, kind of trying to get trying to get a look mm-hmm. over the heads of uh, uh, a small group of teenagers who were like, "Oh man, I thought she was cool. Like, why would she come back to the Grove? It's so lame here." Um, <laughs> and he, yeah, he is. He's like he's already kind of flushed at the cheeks on seeing you a little way beyond the market, as if he was on his way home, but. He had turned, uh, having heard your name. You see, Aster, your your old teacher, friend, practically an uncle uh, to you. uh, But he just kind of gives you a nod. uh, His expression a little confused. Mm. And as Nana kind of leads you by the arm, kind of bouncing questions off, giving half answers talking about the pickleberries, giving Sheila a dirty look. She leads you kind of, or, or you're both leading each other almost to the Meadow Moon home, just off the, the central market here in the grove. And I don't know if Clodagh had hoped there'd be change or it would look different. Mm. Or if she finds comfort in the fact that it hasn't, but the house still stands two floors The pale blue shale slates, the round windows, the orange birch timber window frames, the silly yellow door with the, well, it's ever-changing door decoration that your mother, whatever kind of, whatever creative fancy tucker. There's a sense of relief and then with it comes a heavy anchor of. Oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. And the door opens, and your mother is standing there, and you just hear. Patter! Cloda! And she just comes running out, and there's tears in her eyes, and she she just scoops and, like, Nana Medical. I'm just standing here. To try to knock an old lady out of the way. Everyone says, you know, you, you get your looks from her, and you get your everything else your mind your personality you're very your, like in, in spirit you're like your father but in your looks you are your mother you are a meadow moon you just see it she's just got this huge bushel of kind of like foxy auburn hair and there's like odd little kind of like almost like freckles I just mm-hmm. these little blotches of like black and brown her horns are a little more rounded than yours a little more curved her eyes are these deep deep green she's wearing a a long kind of flowing dress that has many many paint and varnish stains on it and as she scoops you up you you can you just you smell the fresh baked bread that she was experimenting um, <laughs> uh, with uh, and her sourdough starter you can smell the pungent aroma of pickled uh, brown onions that she's also tinkering with and she's been tinkering with for a long long time <laughs> There's a the smell of varnish and lacquer. And by the looks of the upstairs hallway window, it looks like she's gotten into glass painting. Beneath all those, though, there is just this sort of warm, it's like spiced honey. It's just, it's like holding a cup of tea in your hands when she, when she scoops you up. And it's just that instant comfort. And she pulls back. You can see that there's tears in her eyes. And her hands are on your face and her, they run along the scar and she tuts. And then she scoops you back in, and as she pulls you in for another hug over her shoulder, you see Patter standing there.
0: Hi, Dad. Hi, Cloda. How are you guys?
2: Oh, okay. Uh, uh, oh, uh, Clode. There's there's like a small crowd.
1: Uh, we will have this conversation inside, right, do not we? Um, yeah. And she's gesturing you in, and Nan is like, "Finally, I've been standing at draft <laughs> on my bones."
2: That's She'll I'll
0: just... uh, pick up the uh, basket and.
2: Careful, careful, on, careful, careful, careful with yeah. the
0: berries. No, no clinking the berries.
2: <laughs> no. And she fixes a look <laughs> on you. Yes. Don't clink the berries. <laughs> she gives
0: her a smirk and then just butchers her in ahead of her.
1: As you pick up the basket, Pater's already moved in and you, 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 somewhere in the hole you see your grandfather kind of like puttering around. Like, mm-hmm.
2: Oh, Clodagh, you're...
1: The girl's tired, Paul. She's tired. Hi, Paul. Get down. Your grandfather's very tired, Clodagh. I'm oh, so,
0: so sorry, Nana. She's
1: Get the man. Up the stairs, start to pop. Get them all rattled. <laughs> And he, he you see he kind of looks at you and he rolls his eyes and he shuffles into the living room. and He sits down with a book, and he's got a <laughs> pipe, and your mother kind of tuts which you sees him kind of lighting up the pipe. and it's a, he, it's a special oh, occasion. Clo us hope. immediately, your mother kind of sets out kind of like setting out a plate uh, or plates of food and There's fresh made soda bread, and there's a small bowl filled of pungent brown pickled onions. And she brings out some, it's just a smorgasbord of like canned fruit or, you know, like preserved fruit and pickled this and cured that. And she's experimenting with fruit leather and it's edible. Uh, It's Um, edible. Okay. Uh, There's a man in the market that thinks he might be able to sell it.
0: Mom, it's just me. You oh no, have to no,
1: do no. That. no, 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 it's no, it's, it's it's a case with it. I'm, I'm gonna And you, she's busying herself. Mm. And Nana kinda looks to okay. let her have her ways, that's you know,
2: you know your mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder where power. she gets it from. Why don't you put that basket back in the back kitchen there, Cloda? Maybe you give your
1: mother a helping hand.
0: No, no problem, Nana.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought. They're good girlie now. Off you go. <laughs> She heads
2: into the four dollops, please. Now, of the lavender honey, four yes, four. Okay, good for, it's good for my bones. Uh huh. And let the tea bag stew, but not too long. No, nope. you know, what? you know, how I like it. Yes, I do. <laughs> the evening kind of passes,
1: Chloe, in a bit of a blur. There's questions, and none of them are about why you left. It's that, like, how are you? Where were you? What were you doing?
0: Had to get uh, that ugly scar on your face. No. <laughs> they don't they
1: don't they don't they, they don't talk about it at all. It's hanging uncomfortably in the air. And it does so for the next couple of days. Over the course of the next couple of days, Nana comes to your room always with a sharp knock, always asking for an escort. Food is kind of brought up and you can kind of get the sense, Cloda, uh, that there's there's only so far her patience, Nana's in particular, will extend. The rest of the family seem happy that you're home and happy to ignore that you left. Nana, on the other hand, is not one to let sleeping dogs lie. Mm-hmm. And as you find yourself kind of beginning to process the events of Tezzarab and where they want to let... Nate and the others know where you are and what you're doing. There's a knock on the door as Nana has a list of things that need to be doing. Chores around the house. And errands run about the village.
0: And she'll take Nana by the arm and say, you know, maybe, maybe I'll just stay here today.
2: Ah, well,
1: wouldn't we love that? Well, maybe, maybe we won't though. And she's already kind of,
2: like, dragging you.
1: Maybe, maybe we'll just go for a bit of a walk in the fresh air and get that awful stank off us.
0: Maybe we'll do that. I've had a bath. Oh, well, just
1: the room's very musty,
0: Clodagh, and
1: you haven't left it in three days. That's all I'm saying. Far be it for me to judge you.
0: People just keep staring.
1: Well, you stare right back at them. look at that fella. And she points at Trap. He's got nothing to be staring at. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch him, watch him. Oh. And he, he's, he, he's kind of, a, Nana's led you outside. And as she's kind of rounding the corner, uh, you do see kind of crossing the bridge, Trep. A childhood friend, a classmate. At one stage, your shadow, wherever you went, mm-hmm. Trep went. And he waves and he, like, a big kind of like, well, big for Trep. Uh, <laughs> uh, excited for Trep. And, uh, no, watch, 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 and five, four, and there, he's, he's gone already. And he, he trips, he trips over oh. his ears and he tumbles down the bank into the river. Uh, he'd be great. Uh, he does that about four times a day.
0: I, I should help him. Oh yeah, yeah, you run
1: over there now, you you, you go talk to Trep and you, yeah, you do that.
0: I said I should, I didn't say I was gonna.
2: Oh. Maybe tomorrow. Yeah. Now I was thinking, why don't we stop by
1: Astor's house?
2: It's been a while since uh, I've seen the fella,
1: and it's a nice bit of a jaunt
2: out of the town. Good you know, to get I, the air I, into I, the lungs. Yeah i I
0: brought him I brought him something though, so maybe I should go back to the house and get it. Oh, oh, you brought
2: him something?
0: Y- yeah. Like, I don't uh, recall you
2: bringing me anything.
0: Well, you haven't got any a chance. Been.
1: Get not even a souvenir you. for your... Oh, you really think you be one of the first things yeah. you said to me. Hey, Nana, I brought you a gift from my travels. But
0: nope. Well, I was nope. too busy getting attacked by shadows.
1: I think you were too busy sitting about your room doing absolutely nothing. So feeling sorry for yourself, but that's just me. Fine. fine. Yeah. If you don't want to go to Astros, we won't go to Astros then. That's fine. We'll just have a quick jaunt around the village and we'll go back. And your mother is asked Oshin to join us this evening. If he's not too busy off patrolling.
2: That would be nice. I haven't actually been able to speak to him since I got back. Oh, well. He does still live in our house, right? Well, he was. Up until... About three or four days ago. Right. No, it's just a coincidence, Claude. It's just a coincidence. I mean...
0: I'm sure. Yeah.
1: I mean, not like he had hold any resentment to the fact that the person he considers a sister would just steal away in the middle of the night and not tell anybody that she was leaving.
2: Well,
0: it was easier than saying goodbye to everybody. Oh, no, I get
1: it. <laughs> I, hon- I, I wrote, wrote, That's how I plan on going out.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> Please don't say that. Of the
2: grove. What did you think I meant?
0: Um, nothing. That's what I meant. That's That's what I thought you meant.
1: And her eyes fix on you in the same way they did when you made the comment about the clinking of the pickleberries. She gives a
0: bit a smirk. Hmm.
1: No, he's off over the barracks. Ever since your father made him captain of the Grove
2: Guardians. well, he's all all about that now.
0: I'm sure it's really comfortable over there with all those other smelling teenagers.
2: They're a fine bunch. They, They keep the Grove safe. They do their patrols. They deal with the shadows. Better than some people. They've had more practice. Well, maybe you'd have had more practice if you didn't leave. Maybe
0: I wouldn't have left if... What did you say we have to get in the market?
2: Uh, uh, what did I need in the market? Yarn. There's
0: so much yarn in the house. Fresh yarn. (laughs) Yarn has an expiry?
1: Well, the colour softens and, the, you know, the smells. It just uh, Fresh yarn, I, mean, I just need it. Fr- she's dragging you around the market.
0: <laughs> OK, I, you don't need to drag.
1: Oh, oh, oh well, stop dragging your feet.
0: <laughs> Immediately falls behind. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that's... That's kind of it, Clora, for the next couple of weeks. That is life in the grove. Since your return, Ashin hasn't dared come back. You've crossed paths and the
2: young furball captain kind of looked through you. How would, How does that feel? Awful. She feels so guilty. But at the same time, she's kind of like, well... He chose to stay, <laughs> so. And Nana does give him kind of a very sharp, thick kind of, Hah! and he does,
1: <laughs> like, he does acknowledge you. Yeah. But it's
2: it's it's the same way he would acknowledge a stranger to the grove. Mm. There's a wall up there. Yeah. Yeah, doesn't feel great, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> And over the next couple of days, and as they the days roll into weeks, you've you found yourself sort of, despite Nan's best efforts, still ignoring or holding some of these people at a distance. Trap, Aster, always with a polite bow, and then an excuse as you scurry back home. Any sense of... Safety in the house is quickly sort of eroded because those questions still go unanswered. The scar, the events in Tezrab. Your parents have heard about the battle. There are merchants coming in and out of the grove from Tezzerab yeah. a couple of times a month, but they don't... There's a discomfort The days begin to roll into
1: weeks, Clodagh, and you're not sure how long it's been since you returned. It feels closer to two months. But regardless,
2: it just feels like it's too long. Mm -hmm. In that time, the monotony of the grove, that,
1: that ennui you felt, and one of the things that spurred you to leave in the first place begins to settle in, and you can feel it. It's only broken by the news. Pader brought word that a woman was found in the grove. Neither friend nor foe, it, it, the, the grove didn't seem to reject her, nor did it fully accept her either. She attacked Oshin and Barry and Terry, two grove guardians, and they were barely able to subdue her. She's currently being held as a prisoner in the makeshift cell at the Grove Guardian's barracks. Nana immediately is obsessed, uh, and it's like, she needs to know absolutely everything about this woman, and begins to form her own interrogation party, to, uh, much to Ushin's ire pattern, much to everybody's ire actually, and Nana kind of inserts herself into the whole thing, and occasionally brings you back tidbits.
2: She's from Tezrap? Mm-hmm. Tezrap? do you know that? She's from sure you probably know her. What's her name? Grace? Grace what? Oh, she didn't say it. I haven't got that out of her yet. Very talky. A bit like herself um, like that. Mm, you have a lot um, in common, actually. She,
0: I didn't try to murder Oshin.
2: Oh, okay. Well, you, well fine. That's,
1: that's, you don't have that in common. But, you know, you're both in the grove. You're both young ladies. You're both from Tezrab. You both clearly have stuff you don't want to talk about.
2: Um, do you fancy coming with your old nan the next day to maybe meet her? Make a friend? A new one anyway, You're... one that doesn't, you know, resent you for leaving.
0: <laughs> her, heart, her heart kind of sinks a little bit. Then she's like, I'm I'm confused. Do you want me to be friends with the prisoner?
1: Oh, I don't know. Maybe we'll be able to lull her into a false sense of security. She'll let her guard down and she might expose some of her
2: feelings and the truth, maybe. I don't know.
0: And um, she's you giving you a she...
2: strong look.
0: Yeah. and um, You think she's going to? Do that with me. Okay. Uh, y- sh- y- whatever you say, Nana.
1: Maybe maybe she'll do it. Maybe you'll do it. I don't know. Maybe just one of you. Maybe one of you will just get whatever's on your chest off your chest and I won't have to be walking on eggshells every day around this
2: bloody house.
0: I don't have anything on my chest.
2: Oh, okay. Right. Well, we won't talk about the scar then, will we? <laughs> her face just blunches. That's what uh, I thought. Well, you'll get her. Right, right. Whenever you're ready, I need an escort around the village. Right now? Well, I'm doing research. You know the potluck's in a couple of weeks, and I just want to see what maybe people are thinking of baking. And
1: we'll we'll probably stop by Winnie's as well, you know, check on her. Of of course. not not the same now, you know. She's getting on now in years, Winnie.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's uh, going around.
1: Yeah, Yeah, that's, that's terrible, terrible now. We'll just see if she's going to
2: enter this year, then it's well, you know. Just check that out there. I'm just thinking of entering. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um uh, anything else? What what? Oh, I just thought maybe that we had a breakthrough and you were going to tell me what happened. Oh. I'll be downstairs with my shawl.
0: Well, I can tell you, but you're not gonna like it.
2: Well, why don't we go about the market? I'll get us some nice red peppermint. Go to make space. And we'll we'll talk when we come home. I, I think I'd like that. Yeah. We'll maybe bring your mum and dad in as well. Maybe, maybe, or I'll, uh, you know.
0: Maybe just you first.
1: Okay, I'll carry that burden. So.
0: No, you can tell them, just I don't want to oh, tell I was planning on it. Uh, I know.
1: Yeah, good. Great. No secret. <laughs> um, and yeah, she heads downstairs and it's kind of standing at the front door, her basket again. Now, don't forget, we're calling it to any Starbucks and not let me do the talking now.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, that won't be a problem.
1: Oh, yeah, I forgot the whole doll works in silence treatment that we've all been getting lately. Great. Great. she loved love that. Won't have to explain Uh, why I've got a belligerent granddaughter on my hands. Yeah, it's a great I'm not
0: belligerent.
2: Yeah. Okay, that was kind of belligerent. Yeah, that was yeah. Well, you know
1: what? It's fine. I I deserve that one now to be fair. Yeah. And she she potters out.
2: The days continue to just drift past out like a blur. The letter you were writing kind of days half written there's been really minimal contact with us Sheen. and even that night when you got
1: back and your Nana set you down and you talked about what happened how much of what happened how much of what Claude experienced does she tell her like about Tezra before the battle and after it
0: Um, I feel like she probably she definitely would have told her about Marilla and like working in the Copper Rabbit and stuff I don't know if she would have gone into detail about her relationship with Nate Nate and she probably would have played up that she was closer to Hephaestus and Fia probably more so Fia than she actually was I don't think she would have told her about the dinner party or anything like that and then she would would have just said she was caught in the crossfire Uh, originally whenever they asked her if she was there during the battle Um, not that she actively (laughs) participated (laughs) in the fighting
2: okay Well, look, the
1: important thing is you made it out alive.
0: And sure, look, you've got.
1: character. Uh, Well, I was going to say an accessory, but yeah, a character's better. Character's better. Oh,
0: this? And she brandishes the copper rabbit. Oh, that thing is hideous. Oh. No. It's. Just just, just like something
1: your mother would throw together.
0: It's. Yeah, actually, Marilla did kind of remind me of Mum.
1: Yeah, I can kind of see it. I can kind of see that now uh, right so that's an awful lot Cloda. I'll process that my own way uh, and she pushes herself off of her her, her 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 deep deep armchair and over to a cabinet and she takes out some lunar plum wine two glasses and she pours a little uh, mouthful into each and then she just swings out of the bottle
0: are these both for me?
1: And she takes one and she kind of hands it to you.
0: Thank you, Nana.
1: Right. You're all right, girl. You made it out. Better or worse, you made it out. And you can leave it behind you. I'll tell Ash and Pattern. Well, you know your mother. She'll worry in her own way. Mm -hmm. We'll be dealing with some new hobby, no doubt. (laughs) And your father. He'll come round. I hope so. He took it the hardest, Clodagh.
0: Yeah, I figured as much.
1: He's soft like yourself.
0: I'm not soft.
1: Sorry, sensitive.
2: I'm not sensitive.
1: Uh, wh- what is it? The Empathic. He's very
2: in touch with his emotions, he's not like your grandfather. Stubborn as a rock. I- Are you sure? <laughs> I've seen him cry, a couple of times. Well, that doesn't count. Oh, it's not always when you're pinching him. Oh, well, that might have been an accident. Then. Okay. Go on after bed. I'll, I'll talk to your mother and father. I appreciate it. Well, what are nannies for, huh?
1: Fixing the family mess, I suppose. Keeping the whole thing together, carrying the weight of the household on my back.
0: No better woman.
2: She takes another swig from the the wine bottle. <laughs> that one's for courage. She takes I love another you, swig. Nana. I love you too. That's because you love me.
0: Can I have? Can I have the bottle?
1: Just uh, oh, takes another swig. That one's because I just like the taste. And then she hands you the bottle. <laughs> I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna take this upstairs.
1: Great, and I'll be telling your mother and your father she are the one that helped yourself after that. <laughs> and you can see that she has she's kind of gone red in the cheeks. <laughs>
0: I'm glad I came home Just to see you
1: Look We'll untangle the rest of it Right? There's nothing that a bit of talking can't resolve I've always said that now Well <laughs> Well If the talking doesn't work We can always start screaming at each other Whatever works
0: <laughs> I don't know if that'll work either But mm-hmm. wasn't to give it a shot
1: The next morning uh, like, Ash kind of recounts some of the very embellished details that Nana Moon inserted herself.
2: uh, And she's hugging you and she's kissing you and explaining how proud she is of you. And Pater kind of nods and puts a hand on your shoulder. Um, It's and again both your mother and grandmother reassure you that it'll take a bit of time and he'll come round and you know,
1: in his own way, he, he, he means, he means well, and they try to kind of explain mm-hmm. it away, but there is just this distance between the pair of you that feels like it's getting wider. Time continues on. And again, over the next week or so, talk turns to, it started with Cloda's home and everyone was talking about Cloda. then that died away. Then people started talking about the prisoner, Grace. And that was the talk of the village for for the last week or so. And now heading into the end of autumn and the beginning of winter, where people are talking about the community gathering at the root and the potluck, and your Nana and her research as to what her arch nemesis slash neighbour, Winnie Starbrook, has been making the blue ribbon-stealing hag. You find yourself once again acting as chaperone, escort, and basket carrier slash (laughs) peacemaker for Nana Medimun as... She, once again, demands your time uh, and your arm to lead her around the market to gather supplies for her upcoming baked good project. And as you find yourself locked in arms with Nana Metaboon again, Cloda, that is where we will leave this episode. The pair of you trundling down the road to the marketplace, a weight lifted off your shoulders having finally spoken to the events that occurred in the city of Tezrab many, many weeks ago. But where you hoped to find a little bit of comfort having unburdened yourself, you feel an odd sense of anxiety. Something on the wind tells you change is coming, but there's little time to think about it. There's only time to shop, and Nana is insistent. You've been listening to a very special episode of Romancing the Dungeon, Grove is in the Heart, with Eilish as Clodagh Medamun, and me, Declan, as your Dungeon Master. You are most welcome to the beginning of Season 3 of Romancing the Dungeon and this wonderful adventure that is about to unfold in front of you. For more information about the shows and all the things that we do here at *The Dungeon, do check us out on social media. Wherever you listen to your podcasts, be it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or even on YouTube, we would love if you would leave us a very, very quick five-star review and spread the word. This is going to be the final season of Romancing the Dungeon and the current arc, not the end of Romancing the Dungeon, I want to make that clear, but the end of this particular arc. I'm so excited to bring the story to you, and I'm so excited to get to play with amazing players like Eilish, Ben, Sam, Louise, and Amber, and the very special guests that are joining us for Grove is in the Heart. Until then, and the next episode, take care. Uh,
0: Can you sense I, any sort of barrier that you could teleport us through?
2: I mean, emotionally, I, I don't really think you and I are going to be